Okay, welcome back to the Wedding Planning Podcast, everyone. I'm your co-host, Amanda, and your other co-host, Monica. (laughs) We hope you guys are doing well. We have a very special guest on the show today. We have Kathy from Love Speaks. We have worked with her so many times in the past, and we just adore what she does. So welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you. I'm, I'm so glad to be here. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited to do this episode. I, you are, yeah, like I said, you're so good at what you do. So I'm so excited to dive in and to learn more. So why don't you tell everyone about yourself and your business? Oh, okay. Well, um, as you said, my name is Kathy Yost. I am a certified life cycle celebrant, um, which means I was trained and certified in writing and officiating ceremonies, whether it be weddings end-of-life ceremonies, vow renewals, baby naming ceremonies. Um, And I just, I love what I do. And so I started my company called Love Speaks about three years ago when I got certified. And I really um, opened my doors and I really haven't stopped ever since. I mean, I have done, you know, mini monies and elopements to large destination (laughs) weddings. And COVID was, you know, it was busy Mm-hmm. Um, which blew me away. I really didn't think that we would, uh, you know, have as many weddings as we did, but we did. And um, yeah, I just, you know, have such a great time officiating weddings because it's really one of the most beautiful moments in a couple's life. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, oh my gosh. And to be part of, you know, um, the couple's um, special moment, yes. I, I can't say you know how how honoring and what a privilege it is to be with them during that time it's just absolutely the yeah like icing on the cake for me (laughs) oh I bet like I was thinking like Monica and I always get teary-eyed and so honored every time (laughs) couples you know let us be part of their special day so I can't even imagine you know the role that you play how special and exciting that is for you Mm mm-hmm And I really love my couples, every single one of my couples. I just think that they are so delicious. You know, I get (laughs) to know them really well. We get to know each other really well. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, standing at the front with them doesn't feel like they're, you know, they're, it feels like they're family. It doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like they're foreigners or that I don't know them. Um, It really does feel like we've, you know, we've had history. And, And I think, you know, for the couple, I think that is... Um, it helps with nerves. It helps Absolutely. with feeling comfortable and trusting someone as well. Yes. It makes it more yeah. special. It makes it more of like a personalized service rather than just, uh, okay, we're here. Let's get married. Sort of <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> right. And that can be fine too, if that's what you want. But the couples that I seem to attract are wanting a little bit more than that. They want a little bit more from their ceremony. They want it a little bit more meaningful, a little bit more personal. Yeah, absolutely. So you've only been doing this for three years. I thought you've been doing this for like a <laughs> lifetime because you're so good at it. But yes. Have you? Well, I, I feel like I have actually, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. So how did you get into the industry? Like what, how did you get into sort of doing this sort of stuff? Well, you know, it's one of those meant to be stories. I think it's very serendipitous and it all started, I'm going to say probably in 2005 when I lived in Australia Mm. and I remember going to an event and I, 
and the organizer on her business card called herself a celebrant. And I remember looking at that word or that term and thinking, I don't know what that is, but I want to be one one day. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, I kind of held that in my little heart, you know, this was 2005. So it was a long time ago. I came back to Canada. Life happened. Um, I started a different career. I was life coaching at the time. And um, over sort of the course of, I don't know, another five years, I had three couples that asked me if I would marry them. Hmm. And I, I tried to get a, you know, um, my license to marry them. But at that particular time, this was going back like 2010, 11, 12, they didn't have that temporary license um, uh, put in place. And so I had to decline all three of those weddings. And so I just kind of put a wish out to the universe. And I just said, Okay, if you want me to do this, you have to, you have to make it happen. And I just kind of threw it out there. That was probably in 2013, something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, very serendipitously, I discovered that there was a celebrant training course in the United States. And it was a seven month program. And once wow. you get certified, yeah, they you um, your certification is then um, put into the Alberta government. And through the international Canadian international metaphysics ministries, you are deemed a metaphysics minister, and then you're licensed to marry couples. Oh, that is so cool. I didn't even know that existed. And I just thought when that, when that landed in my lap, well, there was my answer. That was the path I wanted to follow. And I, I think I registered for the course like the next day, and then it started within two weeks. And, you know, within that seven months, I was certified and licensed and I hit the ground running. And I just was like, oh my gosh, this was a long time coming. And you put that wish out to, you know, to the universe. And uh, yes. all of a sudden, here you are. I'm doing it. They answered your prayer. What's the course like? I'm curious. Is it like a lot of like role playing and we're trying things out? Or is it more like diving into the books? Diving into writing ceremonies, what mm-hmm. it means to do rituals and symbols and what those symbols and rituals mean. Um, writing ceremonies, lots of different ceremonies. Um, and then um, doing a rehearsal um, um, hiring a, a speech, um, a speech, um, a person to help you with your, your speaking skills Oh wow! and doing presentations in front of that person. And then coming mm-hmm. back to your class, it's all online. So it's, um, you know, you do it from the comfort of your own home, yeah. um, but it's intense. You do a lot of, uh, uh, you do a lot of writing and a lot of work and a lot of, there's a lot of background, and uh, it just, uh, yeah, it gave me the, the tools and the skills to be able to know what I was doing right from the get-go. That is yes. so cool. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can tell that you just love it so much because you just, I feel like you just beam at the top of the aisle there. <laughs> oh, it's true. You. Oh. It's like you've said, you've known these people forever, but maybe you've only met them three months in advance, or maybe it's been a year, but like, we would have no idea how long you've met them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we've maybe had several meetings over the phone or, you know, Mm -hmm. in person, we're getting back to meeting in person again. And 
you know, we have a few meetings in between so that I can get their, what they want from their ceremony and what they don't want. And, you know, we do a lot of back and forth and emailing and chit chatting about, you know, what does this sound like? Do you want to say it this way? Those kinds of things. Cause I really mm. do. I write their ceremony for them. I, yes. I craft every ceremony that's based on, you know, kind of what they want and, uh, and their wishes and their dreams. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about like, so how far out should a couple um, book an officiant, would you say? Well, I don't think it's any, it's too early to book an officiant. I yeah. would say I, I'm starting to book up for 2023 already. Um, <laughs> I have several weddings already booked and I've had inquiries for 2024, which wow. is amazing yeah but I think you know if people want that you know certain Saturday at four o'clock at a certain venue they have to start thinking far farther in advance yeah and so you know I I really think that couples are now finding that you know they're they're booking their venue they're booking their photographer they're booking their wedding planner they're booking their florist and they're booking their officiant mm-hmm. yeah and those are kind of the top five things that they um, are looking at because if it's important you don't want to leave it till the last minute you don't want to book a photographer at the last minute you want (laughs) to get who you want you want to get your wedding planner you you want to make sure that you've got your people in place so that you know that your day is seamless and the officiant is is one of those because I believe that you know ceremonies for couples is now becoming really important to them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And do you make sure that you meet the couples before they book or is it more like, oh, we really like her vibe on her website, so we'll book her or do you want to make sure that you guys connect before they can book you? Um, I would say probably 90% of the time we, we have a conversation. We'll either meet in person or by Zoom or FaceTime and have a good half hour, 45 minute conversation. Nice. I, let them ask any question they want. Um, I take them through the process. I also ask a lot of questions. I like to know who they are, how they yeah. met, whether they're going to write their own vows, whether they're going to have a ring exchange, who's coming to the wedding, who, how many people in your wedding party. Um, do you want to do the signing during the ceremony? Do you want to do it after? Are you having a first look? You know, those kinds of things. I mm-hmm. really do try to get a good overview of where they are in their thought process for their ceremony because really a lot of times they haven't really even thought about what they want in their ceremony so it it really gives us an understanding or an opportunity to kind of um, start to put some um, thought process into place for them to over the next course of however long we've got to start thinking about those little details Yes, because that's a big piece too. It's like, people don't know what goes into a ceremony. So they don't necessarily know, you know, what the options are, or Mm -hmm. how is your wedding party going to enter? They're like, Oh, you know, I thought there was only one way. And there's so many different Mm -hmm. ways. And you can help, you know, get their brains flowing on, okay, you have these options for this, and you can sign before or after. So yeah, that's good that you meet and start discussing those things because usually when we come in when we're doing day of coordination and they don't have you know maybe there's a family member officiating them it's like okay what are we doing they're like I don't know Mm -hmm. what should we do (laughs) (laughs) so that's nice um my 
question is how uh, will a couple know if an officiant is a good fit for them? What are, what do you think? Well, I think there, um, I, I, I really be, I believe that there has to be an energy. There has to be mm-hmm. a feeling of comfort and trust for sure. Yeah. There has to be also, um, really a part of planning with what the ceremony will look like. I think, you know, some helpful questions are, um, you know, um, what kind of ceremony do you do? Um, Are you open to doing different um, parts in the ceremony? Will you, um, could we do readings? Can we do poems? Can we do symbols or rituals? Um, You know, are there um, opportunities to have um, family members um, do um, things within the ceremony? I, you know, I think asking a lot of questions about what the cere- the celebrant or the officiant style is, mm-hmm. is really important. Are you comfortable with their, their demeanor, with their, their kind of how they speak? Um, you know, will they add some lightheartedness in there? Will they add some humor? Um, what's kind of like the tone of the ceremony that you like to do? Are there parts in the ceremony that you have to say? Those kinds mm-hmm. of things. And so I think it's a really important to really do ask all of those important questions that you feel is, uh, is vital to make your ceremony as special as you want it to be. Yeah, and, and absolutely. And so do you typically uh, cater the ceremony to each couple's needs? Like if they want to add a really religious element, would that be something you would do? Or maybe you're not the right fit for that? Well, it depends. Um, I base my um, my ceremonies off of uh, metaphysics or spiritual ceremonies. Yeah. Um, but if they do want something, if there's, um, you know, a different a religion that they have, maybe they would love to, you know, bring in a, a rabbi or a priest or, you know, complement that with something else. They've, they've got like a family tradition or something that, you know, could do a reading on their behalf. I'm yeah. comfortable with any and all of that because it really is their ceremony. There really are no, um, there are no rules, you know, it's, it's whatever they want and what they feel comfortable with. Absolutely. And I think like one of the things that we love most about what you do is you make the personalized ceremony books for each couple and they get to keep Mm -hmm. them after and you do questionnaires and stuff. So how else do you ensure that you make it a unique and special um, ceremony for them? Well, I send them a couple's questionnaire and um, I ask them to fill it out separately. And so they have a list of questions that they will complete over the, their time frame that they've got. And I ask them to, to send them back to me about six weeks before. And with their, with their questions or with their answers that they've, they've given me, then I craft their ceremony for them. But I also incorporate their love story into the ceremony. And so that's a big part of what I do as well as I weave that through the ceremony so that's my what... favorite part of what you do <laughs> I love the love story piece it's so beautiful. Yeah. it is a delicious part of the ceremony <laughs> that's for sure yes and so I always ask my couples to trust me with the love story I surprise them on their day Yes. I take them through every other part of the ceremony, but I ask them to let me surprise them with it at, at the altar, at wherever mm-hmm. we're, 
wherever we are. And it really grounds the couple and really it's that intimate moment for each of, of them to hear what each other has said about each other um, or a story or, you know, some kind of a quirk or, you know, on that other person's yes. behalf through a third person. Yeah. Because even though they know what they love about each other and what they love to do um, with each other and, and what their hopes and dreams for the future, they hear it and it really does anchor them in their ceremony. And, mm-hmm. and that ceremony really is, it launches their, not only their, you know, their, their life together, but it also launches the rest of their day. It sets the tone for the rest of the day. Yeah, I love that you do the private questionnaires and they don't know what they're answering. And then it it adds a little element of excitement to the ceremony. (laughs) It does. And we can have some really good giggles and there can be some emotion. Yeah, there's some lightheartedness. And, and I always find that the guests love it too, because they don't always know every part of the, um, the couple's background or um, how they met or maybe what they love about each other or, or even the proposal, you know, I try to, I try to give them a good overview of, of this relationship so that they really do understand the love of these two standing at the front. I like that piece because not everyone knows, you know, like obviously most people know how they met or things like that, but the true, you know, quirky pieces of their love story, not everyone at your wedding may know that. So I love that you include that because it just makes that piece like so much more intimate and special because now everyone is a part of it. Mm -hmm. And it's a good um, conversation starter. Um, totally. At the dinner table with yeah. guests that yeah. don't know each other. Yes. And it just sort of gets people going. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about vows. I feel like okay. we, everyone gets so nervous about vows. I mm. feel like most of our couples start writing them very last minute <laughs> because <laughs> they're procrastinating because they don't know what to write or how to write. So what would you say are the most important elements of wedding vows to start? Oh, well, I would really say to, to make it personal yeah. and to write it from your heart. Some of the best vows that I've heard are, um, there's no formula, there's no structure, but it really is something that they would say to the person um, whether they were at the altar or whether they were sitting on the couch together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Yeah. And I think it's really important to choose your words of, you know, how you describe your own, your, you know, the person that you love and, um, you know, what you truly want to say to that person, because you have this one opportunity to, to share a story, to um, say what you love about that person to make promises to each other. Um, Absolutely. It's sort of your one chance to sort of talk about that intimate moment between the two of you and agree to forever. So Mm -hmm. as much as you say that there is no structure, is there a specific way that the vow should be written or is it really up to the individual? Well, it is up to the individual. I do like to say to my couples, do start with a beginning, have Mm -hmm. something that's kind of solid that kind of 
is is that anchors kind of like the vows you're saying something wonderful about you know your person um and then um make sure that there's a middle and then there's an end so that there so you're not flip-flopping back and forth and going kind of all over the map so that you make sure that you know the thoughts flow in a in a in a direction that you're going and then try not to go off on a tangent <laughs> or yes. go off on a long, long story. Yeah. You know, keep it short and sweet. Keep it as simple and as, and as meaningful as you can. Yes. That's, that's good. So if couples are nervous about writing their vows, what mm-hmm. tips do you have for them? Well, I say, um, don't leave it. Start right away. I encourage okay. them to, um, not leave it till the last moment and to start writing and jotting down things that they, that pop into their mind or something that they've thought oh, of, yeah. or, you know, maybe a card or a letter or something like that, or somebody they've, they've, they've read something or, you know, their partner has written something or something that's meaningful to start jotting down those, those little ideas that they have either in their phone or, you know, on a piece of paper so that when they start to write their vows or when they start to think about writing their vows they're not starting from scratch they've kind of got maybe some point forms of things or ideas that they've got and so um I also have some samples and examples of vows that I send to my couples if if they need to sort of whet their appetite and Mm -hmm. just to give give them an idea of where to start Uh, okay yeah it's um it's helpful just to even see what they look like not everybody knows what a vow should look like or length or what's right. even included or how to even start it. And so while they're not, you know, long um, vows, they just give you kind of a, a synopsis or a, a snippet as to sort of what a good overview of a, of a vow would look like. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, is there a, like a standard length that you see or is it, it's all sort of varies? It can vary. I would say it it will run from anywhere between 45 seconds to maybe up to two minutes. Two minutes is long. Mm-hmm. Um, 45 minutes to a minute is sort of what I usually see. Um, sometimes couples also want to know how long each other's vows are. So I work with couples to let them each know what their time frames are. So if uh. one couple has a, you know, two minutes and the other one is 30 (laughs) seconds you know they they kind of sometimes they want to be able to kind of make it even or to to match a little bit other couples it doesn't matter but it really depends on their on their own style some Mm -hmm. people are short and sweet and they're to the point and others have a, a very long story that they want to tell and it's important to them so it's important not to stifle them but to also to ensure that you know you don't lose the meaning of what you're trying to say yeah absolutely um I love that they want to compete with each other not compete necessarily (laughs) but they one doesn't want to be two minutes one doesn't want to be 30 seconds they don't want to one-up each other there (laughs) it's so true and I always say to my couples too is um you know, if whether it's me or whether it's a family member or a trusted friend, say your vows out loud. Once you've, once you've written them, say them out mm. loud. If, if, even if it's a rough draft, just 
say it out loud, either to, you know, to yourself, to the mirror, it sounds different than it does when you've just got it in your head or it's mm-hmm. on paper or on the computer. Yes. Um, because you kind of get a sense of how it will flow when you say it out loud. And so that is also a, a, a trick or a tip that I, I say to my couples as well, because they're, they're going to probably want to rehearse it as well to see how it feels yeah. and how it flows. Mm-hmm. But yeah. also too, how it rolls off their tongue as well. If there's a phrase or a word or a sentence that doesn't sit well with them, or it should be at a different place, you know, those are the types of, those are, those will be the moments that you know where you need to move it or to eliminate it or to enhance it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit about the process that you go through when assisting couples with writing their vows? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, I send them um, several samples if they do want to get started and that they find that quite helpful. Um, but also too, I give them a list of questions and, the, and there is a list of questions on the questionnaire that are quite helpful, the couple's questionnaire. But I also send them um, couples if they want to get started with, where did you meet? What was your first impression of your person when you met? Um, what was the feeling like when you fell in love or when you said, I love you? What do you love and admire about that person? Um, what inspires you about the person? What do you love doing together? Mm. Um, what makes you laugh? Tell me a funny story. Do you have a quirky um, nickname for that, you know, for your partner? Um, what are your hopes and dreams for the future? What do you want to promise this person that you're marrying? What do you, how do you want to say that, you know? to to him or her Mm -hmm. those are kinds of things that I I I like to ask them and then they start just you know writing some things down and then um pretty soon they start to become and formulate a draft into vows so it sounds like really good prompt questions like it really gets you thinking like about the deeper parts of your relationship Mm-hmm. I was thinking of all the different nicknames that I have for my partner. I could just list them off and that would be my vow. <laughs> I was think- I did talk about that with my boyfriend one day. I was like, I'm going to say some random name and people are going to be like, who's that? <laughs> but that's, that's what so makes fun. it really personal and yeah. fun, right? Because you do want to have a little bit of humor in it. You want to be lighthearted. You want to be a little bit emotional, but you want it to be yours. You want it to really be from your heart. And I, you know, I say, if it makes you cry or if it makes, you know, your guest, whoever, your friend who you're reading it to cry, you've nailed it because, you know, then you've got the emotion that you want to, to um, emulate. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I love that. Those are such good tips because I feel like, like I said before, people get so stressed out about it. So you either, you know, listen to Kathy's tips or you do something even better and you hire Kathy. <laughs> right? Well, and I've written vows. I take yeah. their couple's questionnaires, which they've already told me what they love and admire about each other on the questionnaire, or what their hopes and dreams for the future are. And they ask me to write their vows from that couple's questionnaire questionnaire yeah and so I can do that and then we could just go back and forth with oh you know what I like this and I think I'd like to add that and I think I'd like to move this or you know that kind of stuff so at least I've written their words in vows but then they get to start to edit and finesse it 
And yes. would you do that for only couples that you're providing them in a ceremony? Or is that also a service you provide for couples that maybe are having a friend or family uh, do their ceremony? Oh, absolutely. I would love to be able oh, to do that. I also offer my services to, and I have done this, I have written ceremonies for friends and family members to officiate. Oh, oh nice. that's so cool. That's awesome. So I do the same thing and I write the, the love story and I write everything that they would love to have. I'm just not there. <gasps> I love that. That's And so then good. I work with I work with the, uh, the officiant, the temporary, um, you know, officiant to also give them um, some hints and some tips um, and work with them on the script as well. So maybe I've written something that doesn't, doesn't flow off, you know, e easily for them. So I would re rewrite it or rework it so that it feels more comfortable for them to say. That's a great service to provide. It has a personalized uh, ceremony still, but then you can have somebody that's close to you that maybe you've dreamed of marrying you for forever. Mm -hmm. And it still Absolutely. has the nice flow and things like that because I will say we've had some people. Interesting. <laughs> you know, we can only do so much in a rehearsal. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a big ask and people don't know what should be included or how things should flow properly. So I love that you offer that because then you give the officiant peace of mind, but also the couple peace of mind that, you know, mm -hmm. it's going to flow nicely and there's not going to be any awkward pauses or anything like that. That is, I love that. Mm, yeah. And I love doing that. I, you know, I always um, send them off with love, you know, and yeah. for the best <laughs> and then always check in with them afterwards and see how it went. And usually yeah. it just, it goes off so well because they're so grateful yeah. for, for the help. I mean, they're, they're not efficient. So they really sometimes don't even know where to start. Yeah. How do you, how do you even start? How do you even Google that? So, yes. you know, um, if they don't have an idea, it is, it is helpful to be able to have that. As Absolutely. That uh, so I would say Amanda and I agree very strongly on this one, <laughs> but from your perspective, how important is the rehearsal? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I would say, oh, from my perspective, I think it's the mo one of the most important things for the couple because yes. for their peace of mind, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. especially if they have a lot of moving parts during their, their ceremony, yeah. if they've got a big wedding party, if they've got um, children and they've got animals, sometimes they have their, <laughs> their, you know, their furry friend um, coming yeah. down the aisle, or they've got a couple of um, flower girls or ring bearers. Um, you know, dad or somebody's walking, you know, one of the people down the aisle. Um, where, where does everyone stand? How do you seat people? Where are they going to stand? Where, what do you do with the bouquet once you're up there? Who fluffs your dress? Yes. Um, how do you go over to the signing table? Who goes over first? Who, you don't want to bump into each other. <laughs> um, yes. Where is the signing table? Um, um, I think we agree with everything you just said, <laughs> and we've made rehearsals yes, mandatory, yes, yes. <laughs> right? I think so that the couple can sleep before the night before their wedding. Yes, I think it's I think it's so important because, you know, the one of the things that I giggled at the most is people want to run up the aisle, 
the very mm-hmm. first time we do a rehearsal, <laughs> they are, they're like trotting up the aisle. Yeah. And so, you know, by the second time we run through the rehearsal, I say to them, okay, now you have to walk uncomfortably slow. And they just kind of look at me like I'm crazy, but really to get along in on the pace and to give the photographer the, the time to get a photo and guests to be able to see people walking in, you need to take that time and that, that cadence I guess that the 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 timing is so important and I find that that's one of one of the one of the factors that most people are surprised about if they've never been in a wedding party or if they have not been at a wedding where they've Mm -hmm. necessarily noticed that part of it the timing and the cues (laughs) and yeah I think the biggest thing that we see from couples is they get those wedding day jitters out because for me like I like, I'm very visual. I like to know, you know, the plan. I like, obviously I'm a planner. <laughs> I like to know <laughs> where, who's walking where and like yeah. I'm a very visual person. So ha- being able to, you know, know where you're going to stand right before and know, you know, who's the last girl, you know, the last bridesmaid bridesmaid mm-hmm. out before you go, like, you know, who can you talk to right before you go kind of thing. Um, who's yeah. Who are you handing your bouquet to? So you don't look yeah. kind of lost at the front there sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So the biggest thing is the wedding day jitters. Cause you're like, Hey, I know what's happening. I know where I'm going to stand. I know my cues. I know all that stuff. So I, I, I'm a, I love the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Me very too. important. <laughs> and who's got the rings? Who, you know, those yes. kinds of things, logistical questions, those yeah. kinds of things. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how do you want to be pronounced? Yeah. Um, how do you want to exit? Do you want to, you know, throw your hands up in the air? Do you want, you know, like, let's, re- let's rehearse the kiss even. Yes. Yes. That's important too. Yes. Someone was let's telling me that do the kiss. <laughs> they didn't practice the kiss one time. I don't know. This was a friends of a friend's wedding, but they didn't practice the kiss. Maybe an officiant told me this in the past. And so on the wedding day, the groom decided to do this big whoop de doop and um, ripped off her veil and like no. half of her low bun ended up like coming out that she just no. spent so much money on, you know, and her hair or her veils on the ground. The bun is half out and she just wasn't expecting it. Right. So they didn't practice. And it was like, boom, I was like, oh, my gosh, this oh is why you do gosh. rehearsals. <laughs> what a moment that is I guess it made for very very cute photos though is what I heard I bet it did I bet but not every bride wants that no (laughs) yes not everyone does want that so um I'm curious to know what is your favorite part as a celebrant what is your favorite part Mm. of the ceremony oh my gosh I have so many favorite parts (laughs) but I have to say, if they're not doing a first look, that first look of their oh, person coming down the aisle. I just got chills. Ooh, yeah. I have a front row seat to that. And I yeah. get to stand with the person who's standing at the front waiting for their person to come. And when they round that corner, as you know, that's that magical moment when everybody yeah. just like, <gasps> they gasp. And you just feel that moment from the bride's perspective, the groom's perspective, everyone who's there, you just get to feel that moment. And, oh, 
How do you and not I, cry every day? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be up there I crying. Do I do. And I'm glad sometimes there's a long aisle. <laughs> You're like, hey, pull, it together, pull it together, Kathy. <laughs> or there's a long piece of music. Or, yeah. you know, the father takes some time to, you kind of do some hugging and stuff like that before the, you know, the handoff, before they actually, you know, yeah. meet so that I can kind of compose myself. But there has been some times when I'm like, that was amazing. I think we cry at every wedding without fail. <laughs> I think I, we do, yeah. I'm oh actually curious, Kathy. So for the people that, you know, are contemplating a first look, I like mm-hmm. some people, some couples are very hesitant because they think that the wow factor won't, be that moment down the aisle from what you have seen the couples that do do a first look is that moment down the aisle any less you know fantastic if they have already seen their person pre-ceremony I believe that it still has the same impact because it's that moment that they're coming towards you you see them you've already seen them but there's that moment of like this is it we've been waiting (laughs) my couples have been waiting years for this moment yeah you know sometimes they've been waiting 10 years they've you know finished school or life has happened or COVID's happened sometimes it's been a you know it's been a long time and they've dreamt Mm -hmm. of this moment and here it is and even though they have had that first look it's that kind of that that oh my gosh here we are. This is the moment. You're getting me so excited for all of these moments (laughs) this year. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ceremony is so, yeah, it's one of my favorite parts too, for sure. Yeah. And another moment too is I have to say is the, is the kiss and also when I pronounce them, when mm-hmm. everything is said and done and they're, they just kind of, whoo, yeah. <laughs> we are now Mr. and Mrs., Mrs. and Mrs., Mr. and Mr., whatever, yeah. however I pronounce them, it's just like, whoa, we did it. Yeah. Like, let's take a moment to breathe. All of that hard work has paid off and we're finally married. And they get to turn around and look at their guests kind of for the first time Mm -hmm. and just know that this is a huge celebration for everyone. Yep. Absolutely. Well, we have learned so much from you, Kathy. We can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast. So where can people find you? Well, I have a couple of options. I, (laughs) you can reach me through my website, which is lovespeaks.ca. I'm on Instagram, which is lovespeaksyyc, um, or you can uh, find me on Wedding Wire, or mm. you can reach me either the old-fashioned way by text or by phone. I'm uh, I'm always around, and so yeah, I look forward to creative and open um, ideas. I'm always uh, looking for new ways to celebrate. Awesome. Thank you, Kathy. That was so amazing and sharing all your tips and advice. If anyone is looking for an officiant, someone to write their vows or just help them along their way, please um, head over to Kathy's website and check her out. She is 
so good at what she does, as you can tell by the way that she speaks about it. She's so good. <laughs> thank you, you two. It was just a pleasure to chat with you today. Thank you. Awesome. Thank, thank you, you again, so much, Kathy. Kathy. We wish you the best of luck in your 2022 season. Thank you. I wish you the best as well. And we'll see you. <laughs> We'll see you at the weddings this summer. We've got yes. you. We'll see yes. you <laughs> Take care, Kathy. Thank you. Bye-bye. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked this episode and you want to share the wedding planning podcast with more people, I encourage you to screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag at the day of diva. That would just brighten my day and we can spread it with more people that are planning their wedding. If you need to find me at the day of diva on Instagram and our website is dayofdiva.ca. See you guys next time.